the production piece, I kind of I put together the track for them the night before because I know this was this really last minute. Um, right. But, you know, I take all calls seriously, as you can see, you know, mm-hmm. like, regardless. Um, put the track together for them the night before, show them the um, how I created the track, you know, just kind of a beat making one-on-one just so they can understand how it's built, right, and what the software would look like and things like that. Um, and you told me that they had already been writing, which was which was a good thing. Um, I didn't have to really do too much of the songwriting technique part part of it. Um, we did like a one songwriting activity just to kind of shake their nervousness off, or you know, it's a new lady who was that, you know, just kind of so they'll feel comfortable. Um, and we went in the back and recorded, you know. Um, at least I don't know four, two to four bars of each kid um, mm-hmm. on the record. We, we came up with the hook together and um, did that. Did mm. that. I mean, it it was cool. I enjoyed it. It was just a lot of kids. Everybody had a verse. That was a yeah. that <laughs> that was the longest song ever. But they were proud of their work, <laughs> right? Um, they were proud. They were proud, yeah. and I was proud too. They, I mean, they did their thing. That yeah. was a very good group of kids. So I, yeah. I know you guys had a, a ball six weeks with those children and yeah. I, the time that i spent I, I really enjoyed it introducing the poet life podcast go check it out today on your favorite platforms including itunes apple music and the website thepoetlife.com hey 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 it's christoph jenkins the founder and creator of the poet life and obviously the host of the poet life podcast and i'm super excited y'all seen the previous three episodes and uh to be back today is an exciting feat and it's a momentous occasion to have our guest on today miss diana hawkins how you doing i'm good thank you for the invite thank you for the sure. invite. yeah most definitely it's, it's good to reconnect with you you know we've been doing some work for i think uh the past a uh, year and a half to two years and uh i think last year when we connected for the first time uh, it was interesting to see that we had mutual, mutual colleagues. And, right. you know, uh, I was referred to you by somebody um, that spoke very highly of you when we were working with the school. And uh, to, to know that, you know, you, you can create opportunities by the great work that you've done with other people. Mm, absolutely. Right. And that I think that is so key because who knows, we probably would not have been working together had we not known the same person and you've done great work with that person to right. have him give me your contact for me, contact information and then I call you. Absolutely. That's how it works, right? That's how it works. One on one. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so the the time we had um this summer specifically, we worked on the Kevin Durant, uh, the Durant family summer camp that we created for their organization, their first time ever having a summer camp. And we had the privilege and honor to create their summer camp and uh, to, to, to see that we've incorporated poetry, videography, photography, painting, and music was just an amazing feat and to work with you where you are the producer and helped us produce an amazing 
song. Tell me how you felt about that experience. Um, well, kudos to you, first of all, um, because what you pulled together was was amazing. The kids had a good time. Just, you know, just seeing um, them light up at the, the, what do you call it, the culminating, you know, end of program, um, yeah. the camp program. Um, you could tell that they really enjoy themselves with all of the activities, not just music. Um, but uh, so so I'm grateful um, that I got the call to to assist you guys in, in the music uh, portion of the camp. It, it Because I do this, um, when we spoke about it, I said, okay, let's figure out how to pull it all together in, you know, uh, whatever amount of hours we had that day. Um, yeah. And it worked out. Your kids there. I mean, they're super smart. It, it helped that, you know, they still had that poetry coming into it. That You know, they had that foundation. So the songwriting wasn't a challenge. Um, I, you know, kind of did my part to keep it going, but um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And the outcome was was amazing. Just seeing their faces when they hear it back. It was good. It was good. I, I appreciate the opportunity. We just love to serve. We love yeah, to serve. Definitely. Definitely. So, all right. Tell me how you got into, you know, creating music, but not just creating music. Yeah, no, let's start there. Okay. So we can kind of break down every element of it, right? Uh, when did you get into music? Okay, so I've been playing keys since I was nine. I played the violin before that and some other things through school. Um, I haven't stopped playing keys. I am a professional uh, musician. I've toured the world, different artists um, since maybe 2003. I started touring different countries um, as a musician. After I graduated from Howard, I started dibbling and dabbling into production, um, producing for my friends, my rapper friends, my singer friends. Um, I also went to Duke Ellington. So we still remain friends because they're still performing and, and doing their thing and their craft too. So they're, they're, I was kind of like the go-to, hey, Deanna, I had this performance, can you? I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but from there, just, you know, from networking and, and all that stuff, other opportunities came came my way and I took advantage of them. I, I wanted to learn and grow. Um, so I taught um, in DCPS for five years, just general music, and I went on the road. And I was like, man, I love the road. I love, I still love traveling, but I, I, I wanted still to be connected with the kids when I came home. Um, mm. Somebody was like, hey, well, why don't you sub? Because you'll have the flexibility whether you want to go in or not, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. So I started doing that um, just to still kind of mm -hmm. maintain that, hey, pouring into, you know, the children. And I got... Uh, a call, I guess, about an opportunity from a nonprofit in Baltimore to, uh, they got a grant that, um, I guess, some of the specifics of the grant were to expand their music program into a, another region. So they said, okay, can you help us expand our music programming to DC? I was like, okay. Um, what I loved about it is because it is, is the fact that they gave me um, the freedom to create the type of music programming that I liked, right? Or that I would, that I wanted to, to mm -hmm. that I thought would be effective um, or that the kids would gravitate towards, right? Um, so still with me being on the road here and there, in and out, I realized from teaching music in schools, um, there 
there was a gap between the technology piece and what you learn um, in your general music classes, whether it's band or choir, or just, you know, music. Um, so I said, okay, maybe I'll teach the music production because I'm still producing, doing all these things. I'm a musician first, right? So I understand that's foundation. You know, like I said, I still play. I rehearsal tonight, matter of fact, with a, a band for a performance on Saturday. But um, so yeah, so I was able to create um, the uh, music programming that was, uh, the, the base was music production. And we mm -hmm. added songwriting in after a while. Um, and here we are. So I helped him with that. I said, all right, well, I see, you know, how I can kind of twist and turn. I see what's working, what needs to be, you know, tweaked. Um, and I'm gonna do it for myself because I really know how to make this effective. And so from that point on, I mean, it's been nonstop and I'm grateful. I mean, I, right. I, I get calls all the time. Hey, do you have this? I mean, I have facilitators now. It's grown pretty wild, pretty well, but I, it's still, it's still, you know, it's, it's still a small situation that's sure. growing pretty fast. Um, that's sure. the best way to put it. Um, okay. but so back to your question, I started when I was nine producing, um, playing keys still to this day. I don't know if you've heard boot up remix. It's been out for about yeah. like years. That's you? I produced that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did that. Wow. Yeah, so, well, LMA. Yes. Yes. Yep. Well, the artist is Sharice Jones. Um, it's a logo remix, but you you would hear it everywhere. It was on the radio for for months. Um, that's about about five hundred thousand views now. I mean, it, it, I I I get a lot of calls to do a lot of things, but BPM is 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 my baby at the moment. This is what I'm really focusing on. I see that we're reaching a lot of kids. Um, they're enjoying it. It's helping keep a lot of kids off the streets, and you know that is very very important right now. Um, and it's it's a lot, it's a lot, but but I I, I feel like it's necessary. They're learning right. a new skill, um, you know. Anything tied to the arts is, you know, and you know about that being kind of pulled out of the schools. So it, it's I can go on and on, but yes, yeah, I'm I'm, no, I'm loving what I'm doing at the end of the day. I love it. I love to hear that, and I am trying to encourage and pull people into doing. Uh, what they love and creating the life that they want to live, you know, um, like you said, it is work. It's yes. not all play, play. It's work, work, you know, but at the same time, that work is what you love to do. So it doesn't feel like, you know, right. stressful work. It's more so right. you stress the positive right. stress of, yeah. of the work. Right. right. So, single digit age was that your parents or was that your school that got you into it so i remember my first piano teacher her name was uh miss mackenzie freeman i went to ambiers dcps all through school um and she was my sixth grade teacher yes well I, she wasn't my teacher at the time i just saw that kids would go into her room before school and she would teach them piano lessons for like 30 minutes right before school started. I was like, mom, you know, I want to do that. And so, um, I, you know, they got in touch with each other and uh, I started taking piano lessons before school. Um, so yeah, I, I know I was nine, that, that number definitely sticks out. That's not sixth grade. That's probably like what third, third, fourth, but it was early on. It was early on. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So from there, 
were you more so learning the instruments and learning how to read music? That was the beginning stages. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 I wasn't playing by ear um, until maybe my teens. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Churches and all that stuff. My dad would say, hey, we don't have a a piano player Bible study. Can you come? I'd be like, okay. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You a PK? No, no, no. He's just a DJ. But I mean, I still play, you know, on Sundays as well. So I have a busy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you, you got some practice at church. Obviously you practice at home, but that kind of gave you some more confidence to, to, to actually play in front of people. Sure. I would say that. I would say that. I mean, even with, with, um, playing through high school and in junior high school, um, I was in the band, you know, we had performances there too. I had um, piano competitions that um, my mom would sign me up for. So I was always kind of in that, in that realm, yeah. but um, church kind of felt, you know, aligned with all of that. Yes. Playing yeah. In front of mm-hmm. yeah. Did, did playing music in the, in the keys and the violin, did, did, did all of that, kind of keep you focused during your teen years or yes yes yeah i say all the time i wonder what i would be doing had i not had music i say that to myself all the time absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. were, were a lot of your friends like who were not playing music or sports what were they doing um so at ellington um, my 10th grade year, it was, it's an arts high school, right? So if we go to school from eight to five every day, nobody has time for anything else. Right. So all of my friends were in the arts and we're still close to this day, about a good five, six, we're, we're, we're tight. Um, and they're still doing, you know, honing their crafts, singing and, and, and performing. So. And and I'm grateful because I I mean and I didn't I feel like I didn't miss anything you know you, yeah. your friends are doing what you were doing we're at school till five o'clock you know <laughs> right. you know yeah and then back yeah. up at it at, at school by eight o'clock the next day got it did did your friends just kind of transition a little bit did your friends learn how to sustain their art or are they doing it however it comes. Um, they've learned how to sustain it. I mean, and I guess that that depends on the person, you know, sustain right. meaning do you have a nine to five and still doing this? Or are you doing it to the point where it's just paying your bills? Or are you, you know, um, it just depends on the person and their comfort level. And, and you know, I mean, what's what's sustainable to them, but they all are like, I have a friend that he's a, a musical theater he's he's amazing he's a um uh i think he's kindergarten now kindergarten teacher or music teacher but that's still what he loves to do all the drama and all that he's doing with his children even though he's a teacher it's still you know what he went to school he's still incorporating that side of of him so you know i guess it's subjective yeah yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense all right so at howard though uh, what, what was your degree? What did you go to school for? Music business and piano performance. 
music yeah. business. Tell me about music business because I'm looking to get into the universities because what I've noticed is, especially with the art degrees, they teach the kids how to be awesome at the art, but not teach them how to sustain the art, you know, the business behind the art, right? And so when they graduate, they're amazing artists, but they're, they don't have the acumen to help them do what they want to do, what they went to school for full time. Right. Right. And that's, we, we, we laugh at that. Like you could be as talented as can be, but you know, talent is less than 50% of what it, but to me, of what it really takes to, to really, yes. really, you know, be successful. Um, Cause it's a lot of talented people. I run into talented people all the time, you know, but they can't manage a checkbook or, right. Um, right. you know, they they don't understand how to fund their own passion or like how to make the best use out of social media right um, things like that things like right. that so, yeah so that music business degree taught you that so okay so when i was in school um the internet was not and social media was not the way it is now where right. um you know your followers um, equaled, you know, numbers mattered, right, back then. You had more of the record labels um, funding your projects and distribution and all that. But now with social media, you're kind of cutting all that out and you can do it yourself, gaining your own following, but you, you know, it, spreading the word yourself at the end of the day. Now, yes, you need funds and all that stuff to, you know, place your things in different, but there's so many tools online now compared to when I was in school. So that, no, we, I had to learn that as, you know, technology changed and as, as cultural, um, you know, things came into play, but not mm -mm, that, that, that was not um, a part of the curriculum. No, not back then. Not back okay. then. Okay. Yep. So not so much social media. Cause like you said, that was like what, 2003 or so. What did I graduate? Uh, 2000. Okay, gotcha. Got yeah. So yeah. social media wasn't popping. No, wasn't. Got 20, it. 20, yeah, twenty some years ago. No, 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 no. I mean, Got you it. may have had. I don't even think Facebook no. was really. No. no. Yeah. Time. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's like a real compact uh, time period. You know, is right. like within the last 10, 15 years, maybe. Right. That things start really to skyrocket as far as social media, but. So, so what element of business did the music business degree give you? Um, so back then, I think it may have probably, I, I feel like if I can remember, it was probably a new um, discipline for Howard. Gotcha. Um, so we took like some business classes um, okay. and then they combined them with some music classes. But that's not really music business. Um, yeah. I know we had to do a couple of things combining them um, towards the end of, of, of the degree program. But yeah. um, it was more of, you know, we learned about the copyright laws and things mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, accounting, yes, we need to know that, you know, ledgers and debits and credits. Um, but it's, it's a little deeper. Let's, you know, I had to 
do my due diligence to really understand royalties and a split sheet and all of that. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's that self discipline, self education that really right. took you where you needed to be. Sure, in that field. Mm-hmm. And plus, I was already doing it. So, you know, if I'm producing the track, I need to know what's happening afterwards. Or, you know, I was doing that before I even um, really got to Howard. So, you know, it, it's. You you have to learn somehow or another <laughs> if you're doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. That's 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 a major key. So so with that degree, did you go right into teaching? Um, grade school. Where did I go? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, where did I go? So 2000. I started teaching from 2003 to 2005 in DCPS. So I'm trying okay. to figure out. Oh, I toured. Um, I, w- I went on a tour with an independent artist. Um, really? At the beginning of 2000. Mm-hmm. What was I, your role? As the producer key, or? Key, key, keyboard player. Yeah. Right, right. So all tours that I've been on, I've been playing keys and keyboard mm. player. Um, so, yes. So, yeah, I started teaching. Um, did that for five years. And then I went on the road with uh, Music Soul Child. So, and that was because his his his... His um, his his shows were consistent. It was I couldn't. I was like, okay, I have to do one or the other. So right. I stayed on the road with him for maybe three and a half, almost four years. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that I mean, was girl. is touring hard? No, I I love it. I love yeah. it. I I mean, you do a show. Take a shower, get on the tour bus, wake up in a different city, and do it all over again. I love it. I actually miss it, you know. But, <laughs> but I, yeah, it's, it's it's not hard to me. Um, and because I've I've always been busy, I don't have like a, a huge family at home, and you know, right. worrying about the kids and all that. From the time I started playing music, it's that's what it's been. I haven't okay. said that. <laughs> so okay. yeah. It might be different for other people. You know what I mean? Like if you, you have a spouse or, and all that happening to, to sure. try and balance and mm-mm. This yeah. be, okay, what's, what's, what's my flight information? See you, see you tomorrow. You know, that right. move where I want to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I got to give it to Howard. Howard developed some go-getters. Mm-hmm. Is that like the, you know, the, not the stereotype, but like the, the norm for Howard? Just you know, you you're especially the the uh, party planners, the musicians. Mm-hmm. I hear, yeah, I went to Howard. I went to Howard. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So are you it's connected vibe, with? Right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I gotta give it to y'all. I give it to y'all. <laughs> uh, are you still connected with a lot of the uh, alum from Howard? Uh, a few of my friends. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Gotcha. Y'all partner in any way? Um. So. Yes, the I have musician friends. Um, one of our best friends, she was uh, uh, what did she major in business or something? Um, yes, partnering. We've worked together with different projects. Yes, um, but more so, hey, you doing good? Yes, you know what I mean. Things like that. That's we're, good. we're still, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. It's time to create an unforgettable experience at your next event with The Poet Life by booking a keynote poet. Poets excite your audience with motivating messages, charismatic delivery, colorful rhythm, powerful prose, and heart-filled stories with a style of spoken word that's tailored specifically to your event. The Poet Life has keynote poets in your city of all ages and backgrounds. Visit thepoetlife.com to learn more and book your poet today. So let me ask you, so I'm trying to create a timeline here, right? When did you start incorporating or transforming yourself from an individual to an entity? Was that after college or did you not know to do that until later on? Um, it was definitely after college. Uh, okay. I, I started working with one of my friends and I was a producer. She was a songwriter. We were pushing songs, um, traveling everywhere. She, you know, writing for folk. Um, and I had a website back then, business cards made, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it happened after college for sure. Cause okay. I was able to focus on it. You know, I didn't have classes. I was able to, to focus. Yeah. <clears throat> what was it that you were seeing that made you say, you know what, I need to like really get professional or serious. Cause I, I'm, I'm in these conversations they're asking me for this. They're asking me for that, a business card, and I need to start getting these things in place. Was that was that kind of how it played out? Pretty much the money, the, the money that I was making with it and understanding, OK, let's 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 tie up these loose ends. Let's make it a thing. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Did, did you have people around you that already had their stuff in order and then in? Yes and no. I think we were all kind of grinding um, at that time, unless like I, I, I met with Teddy Riley in his studio. Um, all these things are like inspiring, though. You know, yeah. um, the folks that introduced me to them, they were grinding, too. You know, it's just who you know. But I, I feel like it was more of being inspired, you know, because um, if you got good folks around you that are moving in the same direction, it that's what kind of helps helps. You stay motivated and and, yeah. and, and pushing you because you guys are, are focused on the same things. It may not be the same vein, right? But it's still um, being success, successful in in, in um, within your craft. Within right. Your craft. Right. So 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 how did you get connected with these names that you're calling out? Right. These, these Teddy Rileys and Music mm -hmm. Soul Child. What what was mm -hmm. the playing field back then? I, I, the good Lord. I'm trying to tell you, God is awesome. You know He's Indeed. He 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 orchestrates things where you have no idea what is happening. Uh, you know, you just answer the phone, you meet people. Hey, I like what you're doing. I like what this sounds like. I think you're talented. I want you to meet my guy. You know, that's pretty much how it always happens. That's that's it. I like I, I like your product. I I want you to just you know how we met. I you right. know like somebody's right. ahead of you. Hey, I know this girl that you know. Let me let me tie you in with such and such. But you right. know, you have to be. It's your character, number one. It's your work ethic and, and your product, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that's very important that, like you said, the talent, the, the talent really is a percentage. I won't say how much, but it is a percentage. It's not 100% of what you need, you know. Right. 
if you have that work ethic and the desire to present excellence, people will speak for you and mm -hmm. speak up for you in right. rooms that you've never been in. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. Right. That's talent. Everybody's talented, you know. Right. Because you when you're no. talking, you're like, yeah, I know a lot of talented people, but are they easy to work with? You know, do they learn their mm -hmm. music? Do they come to rehearsal prepared? You know what I mean? So all of that matters. I'm, and it's funny you say that. My nephew is 12. Um, he plays all three sports. And he's small for his age right now. He's going to grow soon. Um, his growth spurt just hasn't hit yet. He, he's a little shorter for his age. Mm -hmm. And he realizes it now. You know, he's in middle school. Um, but every sport he plays, he excels. You know, it's, it's not because he's his... It's, it's not because of, you know, his height and it's his drive, it's his passion. It's, you know, it's it's his hunger. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? So he's talented, but I think all of that other stuff kind of propels him to the front because he got it. Like, I'm like, he's my NFL money boy, you know? So yeah. um, he's really good. He's really good. Yeah. He's really good. He's a tri triathlete. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ba baseball, football, basketball? Basketball, football. Mm-hmm. Got you. Wow. Yep. So he's a he's a busy guy. Yes. Oh my goodness. All year all, all year round. Yes. 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 That's that's yep. awesome. That's awesome. Is, is he into the arts at all? So I I got him into producing during the pandemic. Um, we created a song um called uh Stay Safe and nice. he came with some lyrics. Um, but yes, I've I've showed him the ropes with the music production thing. He started sampling, and you you never know who's watching, right? I was in the room talking to my mom, and he was uh, in the kitchen, and he came to me. He was like, "Auntie, I want to do this with this track." Um, all he did was ask me the BPM, the, the the tempo, and I said, "All right." So I went in and put the tempo for him. I went in my mom's room, finished talking to her, and I was like, "What?" You know, he did this remix of this song that I think is super super hot, and I was like, "Sir," you know, I was like, "This is really really good." So. He gets it. He understands. He he understands. And I'll send it to you too. Yeah. So you like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I would love to hear that. That's awesome. That's what I love to hear, man, because I think what people don't understand is when you ask the question to kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? That subconsciously subconsciously tells them that they have to wait until they grow up. Right. to do something right 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 you know and as opposed to asking the question what do you want to create right now that's right that's right that's right, right? i created a logo for him and it's funny you saying that i'm trying to get him you know thinking that way right now i created a logo for him we got some shirts made sometimes we wear them to the games um you know hats my dad will wear a hat when he goes to see him play football but I'm like, this is your brand. You know what I mean? Like, so if you want folks to believe in your brand, you got to rock it. Like, hey, this is, forget Nike. I mean, you know, he's into the Jordans too. But I want him to understand, like, hey, start right. investing in yourself. You know? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would encourage you to encourage him to start following Deion Sanders and his sons. Okay. Because Deion is setting his 
children up for for success mm. he has obviously two of his sons are on his team right. his daughter is at the school as well and she plays soccer or, or volleyball i can't remember um but his other son is the cinematographer that follows everybody around and captures it all and so he's being and lifted and, and uplifted and encouraged to do his thing, right? But the biggest thing is how they're branding themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, right? So so even if it's him not following Dion, but him following his sons and how they are learning how to brand themselves. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's important. Yeah. I mean, social media has changed the game completely. Yeah. More and in, in, in not just music, everything, everything, everything. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So it really doesn't, I don't care if you're knitting, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter as That's long right. as you learn how to package yourself. That's right, exactly. you know, and package yourself well to it's, it's clear what direction you're going in because if you're clear, you can clearly present the message and the mission that you're on, right. you know? So um, now he'll get it. You you keep on being an example. Like you said, he's watching, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so so he wouldn't have probably, wouldn't have got into music like he is now or producing like he is now had he not seen right. you doing what you do. So, right. Um, all right, so after college, you're touring. Mm -hmm. What takes you to teaching? Um, an opportunity. Somebody said, "Hey, we need a music teacher. Um, are you are you available?" I said, "Okay." So my mom's a retired French teacher. My sister's a teacher now, um, and you know, kind of teaching kind of was just in in the family. So I said, "Okay." I tried it, and and the temperament and behavior was. Totally, not totally, but different than it is now. Um, so it wasn't too bad. But even for my mom, the last thirty-one years, I'm like, how do you do it? Right. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I said okay, it's an opportunity. See if see if I liked it. I mean, I I enjoy music classes in school, sure. you know. Sure. But mm -hmm, yeah, I did that. Still yeah. playing and gigging, right? Because teaching is what was eight thirty to three thirty. So I still had all right. school to do other mm -hmm. things. Was it the need for consistency at that time? I yeah. I, I tried it, right? So to have conferences with parents from the tour bus and all that stuff, it became too much. <laughs> right. It was a lot, you know. Gotcha. Um, so I had to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. No, I, I could. Yeah. So you, you weren't too proud to say, you know what, I need some cons consistency. Right. Uh, in this season. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We have bills. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's right. You you can't play with it. You know. You know. Um, and it doesn't mean that you'll be in that position for the rest of your life. It's just right. in this season, I need some consistency while right. I build this. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you did that for you said three to five years. Uh, or two two thousand and three, 
2008. Gotcha. 2008, mm-hmm. Still gigging, still still building the brand. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. So so was that fulfilling the the teaching? It was. It was. Um, especially. I mean, at the time, it was. It was a lot. It was. It was my first time actually teaching. To, mm. You know, teaching, teaching. Um, so it it at the time it was fulfilling, but you kind of don't feel the effects until afterwards, where you see kids on the street that you know you taught and they say hey i remember i never forgot you that you know so that part you're like oh you know i i appreciate that um at the time i was just doing my job um the kids learned that that always when you see them absorb what you're teaching that that you know um that warms my heart still to this day even with production um you know but when you really know that they retained it and they they appreciate it and can reach back and use it for something else later, or yeah. maybe have even turned it into um, their craft. I, I yeah. met a young little boy I taught, and he's now a, um, a sax player. So, yeah, I I mean I didn't teach him saxophone, but I think the effects of this the music program it, it intrigued him and, and kept him wanting more learning. Yeah, growing. you were teaching the basics like. Yeah, what music exactly theory. What are you teaching? Music theory. It's general music. So, you know, we had um, programs for the holidays. Um, I started a, a, um, a, a drum line at the school, things like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were showing them the possibilities of, of music. Go. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no, because it's necessary, you know. Uh, to, to show them that they have options. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. People. Yeah. Our parents left that out when we were growing up. Um. But my mom, she, she, my dad too. But they were so supportive. Like. Yeah. Anything that I wanted to do, they said, "Okay, let's do it. We'll invest." You know, I do have friends that didn't have that same right. type of parenting. Um, they weren't given options. They're just like, yeah, music, you sure that's going to, you know, pay mm. your bills, you know, and, and that's real um, because it's entertainment at the end of the day, but yeah. it's, it's it's still therapeutic. It's still necessary. It's, an, it's, an, it's, it's a part of the arts. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So around that time towards the end of teaching, right, mm-hmm. did you go harder or deeper into the music to to see if you can do it full time how, how did the tapering off of the teaching play out um music said hey we have some dates um i mean we went through the whole the, because he had a girl band at first and so um i got wind of that and they told me to come and audition um, did that was still kind of holding on to the teaching because I mm-hmm. we weren't really touring at that point. He was trying to get the right pieces from different you know um, parts of 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 the, of the states. I mean, it was girls from all over that came. But during that process, it lasted a while. Um, so I was still able to teach and hold it together as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he said, "All right, we have some dates happening. These these are the dates." And it was a tour. I was like, "Okay." 
I definitely can't, um, <laughs> uh, you know, do much with that. Exactly. So, um, I had the conversation and, you know, kind of let my parents know what's going on. They were happy for me, you know, and it was new for me too, but I, I, that, I, that needed to happen. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those opportunities, you, you really, if you're really looking to take things to the next level, you can't, allow those opportunities to pass you by right yeah okay i got you all right so this is the i get excited about this part of how you figured out how to to connect the two the teaching and the art (laughs) okay yeah Um, the you mean the art like the the music production and what i do right right when when and how did you think to create your own company where you teach art not right. in the traditional sense of go getting a teaching job right um so after um i guess about 2011 or 12 maybe maybe even going into 13 um i started subbing just to kind of stay you know, mm-hmm. within the, the the teaching thing, um, still producing and spot dates with other artists, um, mm-hmm. going out and then coming home. So these tours would sometimes last 30 days, you know, 35, 40 days out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came back, I'm, I, I, I said, man, you know, I've learned so much from these experiences. I want to share this, you know, even though it's music, how can I bridge this gap? Because on the road, you you have a lot of the show is, is there's a lot of technology that goes on, but there isn't, um, I, I felt like there wasn't any technology or that representation in schools um, as far as the, the curriculum. So I wanted to, he said it didn't happen right away, but I wanted to essentially figure out a way to bridge that gap um, between just the general music, you know, that we we all take. Even at Duke Ellison, we didn't have a music technology um, offering there either. So yeah. I wanted to bridge the gap, you know, because at this time, I'm like, man, there, there's, there's all of this software. Um, people were starting to have their home studios, right? Buying MPCs and um, GarageBand and, you know, doing this stuff at home. Really weren't musicians, but I wanted to just bridge bridge that gap um, just between the, the general music and, and the technology. So so they can, have, I guess, best of both worlds. Um, okay. And, yeah, and then today with, man, social media, these platforms, these apps, all of that, you know, they have these challenges, these dances, everything has music um, tied to it. And I was like, man, these kids need to really understand they can create this stuff they're influenced by. Um, And here we are, here we are. Yeah. I want them to understand, you know, like you can do this too. Right. Yeah, you're dancing to someone else's song or sound when you could be dancing and making 
your song and sound go viral. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, That's right. because I, I'm understanding that when they don't, and here's the here's the key word is protect, mm-hmm. right? To protect what you create, your IP. Right. You know, uh, uh, because if if they don't protect it, even TikTok, I believe, from what I understand kind of takes ownership of it if they don't take ownership of it themselves. Right. 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 That's what I heard. Yeah. Um <laughs> and that they have to know this. Like, hey, hey you guys, listen, <laughs> this is yours. Let's let 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 us show you how to um protect it number one, like you just said, and the possibilities that that can come from this. I mean, you have backgrounds in movies, you have all these things that you could use or you could you can uh, that you can um that's available to you um from this track that you've created sitting at your laptop you know people don't know i mean it, it sounds like you dancing to little uzi vert and um little baby and all this other stuff you dance into it and you listen to it you, you know all the lyrics but just know that this track is produced with the same software that it's at your fingertips mm. wow Wow. So is that where BPM right, kind of right, came right. into play? Mm-hmm. So in the catalyst was when this nonprofit in Baltimore hired me to expand their music program and gave right. me, um, you know, the free reign of, hey, the type of programming is is up to you. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you got he 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 does what he does. He does what yeah. he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you got that contract or that opportunity were you established as bpm at the time yeah no no and i I learned a lot because creating a curriculum and you know even when i taught there was a curriculum already set it's dcps right right? you're not going in there saying i'm gonna teach what i want no thank you right Um, right (laughs) so with this i i um was able to develop the curriculum and and research and do all these things um but learning all of that and the pieces and what works with may not work i still had red tape because i had to do what was you know in line with how they needed it to be done and also this grant i was like mm-hmm. all right i'm going to develop my own because i know what's working and i know what's been effective right. so right. Mm-hmm. right yeah and, and in order to get contracts and grants you can't do that as an individual right right yeah and so you miss out on opportunities without making that step and that transformation right that's right and Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm for profit i'm llc and i'm not a nonprofit, but just still understanding um funding out that's available and partnerships and you know what i mean like the how you're stronger together things like that like i that was that that's something that i wasn't really hip to um prior to you know i was a musician producer teacher so now you want me to be a music program coordinator Uh uh-oh you know learn learn something else um and i'm grateful because all of that i need all of that and i and i needed all of that um to really now i'm reaching more kids because even with that you know i have a cap that you know as far as my time but now listen need me during the day i we could do it so yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's good that's good so with that first opportunity in baltimore 
So did you leverage that to get more opportunities by saying, hey, I'm working with this program or this school in Baltimore, you know, as a proof of concept, you know, to give you more of a name dropping respect? Um, I guess if someone asked, um, like you did just now, like, so how did you get into this? But no, um, I would say, hey, I have an after school program that I think you'll like. And I'll, you know, show them, you know, my video reel, my marketing and all this other stuff and pics and, you know, all of that. Right. Where did the video reel and pics come from? From the Baltimore? No, no, no. I mean, oh, oh, so. I didn't have any up front. So I, and because it was kind of me just doing the programming, I, I did it in a way where it wasn't, um, how can I, like, I would use stock videos or stock mm -hmm. photos and, mm -hmm. and kind of show you more of pics of what programming would look like instead Got of the actual. Mm -hmm, Got it. Mm -hmm. You made a model. Yeah. Of what right, it could right, be. right, 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 Got right, right, right. Got no, you. no, no. We didn't do that cross. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, um, I, for me, if I'm looking to do something big or whatever, mm -hmm. I'll go and create it. Like if, if I wanted to get in schools and do that on, on a large scale, I might connect with my warm market Okay. Meaning someone that I know already in school and say, hey, listen, I want to come into your school and and do a workshop with with your kids. Right. Leverage that workshop. Make sure I capture right. that workshop to show, right. right? To kind of create that mock-up of right. what it could be at these right. other schools. Right. You know, right. 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 Yeah. I got you. And, I got you. and, and some of my first clients were my friends, right? And they right. know my work. Yep. So, right. So I, I was able to get, you know, BPM's own um, picks and all that stuff um, from, you know, early on, just because there of the relationships. So there you go. Yeah. 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 Because even with the, the nonprofit, you know, the, the program would be free. So I couldn't come back and say, okay, well, I have my own, but this is how much it costs. They're going to yeah. say, we're going with the free one. So, you know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> That yeah. that really wasn't going to work, um, but you. but yeah, I, I I built my own clientele and um, we've been rolling, we've been rolling. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of artists uh, see it to be difficult because they feel like they have to go find, not knowing they already know That's people right. in schools and in churches and at universities or wherever they're trying to target and it isn't looking at the yellow pages or Google at first. It is looking at your Rolodex on your phone to say, I hear, Oh, shoot, I know somebody that teaches. Right. And, and then they realize, well, then they can realize that the schools are like searching for creativity. Right. Definitely. You know? And so for you to knock on their door and say, here it is. Right. They're like, man, thank you. Right. You know, right. 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 So, so has that been, has it been 
I wouldn't say easy, but has it been simple for you to get connected with, you know, multiple schools and multiple programs? Um, absolutely. Um, just because, you know, word of mouth, word of mouth, mm -hmm. like I'm to be honest, my, my social media presence with BPM is, is, is shot, you know, but right. I, I, I got to get it up, but I, I'm, we're still getting calls. So I know, you know, it kind of works hand in hand, but, <laughs> but we're booked and busy, yeah. you know, so I, yeah. I, I got to get it up though. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to play the game, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but, um, yeah. Yeah, that that part, that part. Yeah. But yes, yeah, I mean, it, it, it. We're still busy, and it's word of mouth. Some, especially with teachers. One, right. Teacher always knows another teacher, right? So. Yes. If they've been at the school and gone to another school, they're still friends. Hey, we did this here, or um, uh, Miss Hawkins' program BPM was really, really good here. Um, but they're at another school. They talked to their principal. Can we get this here? You know, it just it it it's it's the effectiveness of the program. It's right. the quality of it. That that bottom line. It's the quality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, what I've noticed is the individuals who haven't made the transformation, they focus on social media. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And getting my likes up and getting my followers up and subscribers and things of that nature. But what I found is when you go that route wholeheartedly, you spend all your time creating reels and creating great posts and things of that nature. But like the question is, who are you trying to reach that will actually make your dreams come true, if you will? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like right. Right. going B to C like the, the 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 average person, they don't have a budget <laughs> to to pay you to do what you want to do. But if you make the transition from individual to entity and you start operating B to B, the other entities have budgets for you waiting. Right. Right. And and notice when I reached out to you, I wasn't looking at your social media. Right. You know, I, I was listening to the person that you exactly. and I both know. Exactly. And because exactly. I trust this individual, he's saying that you know, she's who you need to work with. I'm mm -hmm. not tripping off no social media. Right, right. Because right. you know, because you, you know, right? With the average yeah. person, like you said, they'll look and see, you know, how many followers and what word of mouth and, and, and it's your reputation. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Now, now, if you're trying to be an influencer, that's a different story. Right, right. But that's not we're we're a service based business. Right. You know what right. I mean? So, so followers really would be the icing on the cake. Right. You right. know, if we wanted to start, you know, promoting and marketing what we're doing and things of that nature, but like to to actually get the contracts. Right. 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 <laughs> It's word of mouth, you know. Yeah. It's a person that's saying, "Hey, you need to get with BPM or po Poet Life." Yes. And, you know, the person that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. truth be told, these organizations that we're working with, they don't have a lot of followers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they don't right. Have less than we have. Right. Right. And they're they're great organizations. They're great schools. So yeah, absolutely, 
I yep. mean, you know, like you said, unless you're an influencer, you know, that is your focus. And it is a job. Maintaining a social media is a job. That's it is. <laughs> almost full time. You hear me? Oh, My goodness. Sure. So, sure. yeah. So our energy goes into um, fulfilling the contracts and serving there you go. the kids. There you go. But I mean, we're going to get it up. We're going to. Yeah. Now, like, now here's, the, <laughs> here's the social media hack is to, like we've said, focus on the service, but if we're doing a lot of work, that means we 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 can we can gather and create a lot of content because all we now need to do is document our process. Okay. 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 You understand what I'm saying? Right? So so I encourage us to invest in a you know uh, an inexpensive tripod and while you're doing what you do on the keys or teaching the child or you know whatever you're doing as far as your service it's a matter of putting that tripod up with the phone grip and mm-hmm. capturing 15 to 30 seconds of you doing absolutely the work and absolutely. then you put a sound on it and create a reel and let it go Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, just streamlining this whole social media thing to where I'm not, you know, needing to spend an hour on a reel. Right. Right. That hour, I can get a whole lot done in that hour. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I just posted something yesterday because I, I yeah. mean, I try and that documenting thing. Um, I learned that back with that nonprofit in, in Baltimore because, yes. you know, they need product to show investors and all that stuff. So yeah. I and because I was the only one kind of running the programming, um, my boss loved to see pictures. Hey, sure. pictures. so yeah. this is it. You know, this I understand. That's the yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't understand it until you really are doing it and really understand right. um, the purpose and wh- where it's going. That is not just that picture going to. It's going farther than you think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, and here, here is here's the thing. When you do get these contracts, you can actually bake in um a stipend for an intern. Right. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if that contract is fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You you a stipend four thousand. Absolutely. You know I, mean? had, I had a social media person. I had to pull her into facilitating. Yeah. We, we had like three contracts going at one time. And I said, okay, so don't worry about social media. I need you over here. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally know what you mean. So, no, I, I can appreciate that. You know, I, I, um, and that's why I'm excited about, you know, how we kind of structured this podcast is to get our guests' stories um, and find out how you all are doing and how you did what you did uh, so they can then see the possibilities of what they're doing kind of kind of translate from producer to poet or producer to whatever their art is right um so so what we did this past summer uh i'm i'm very proud of you know uh we had six weeks and we worked with, I think, four or five art forms. And each week was a separate art form. And when it came to the music, 
you know, um, had the idea to teach the kids. Well, because the first week was poetry, the written form of poetry. And then I was like, okay, all right, if we get them into poetry that first week and they've wrote some poetry and, and now they're in the mindset of being writers, um, the second week can be music and then they can learn how to create beats, but also how to mesh the writing with the beats and the music to create a song. Right. And you were absolutely amazing. Um, you, you worked magic in less than a day. Thank you. We had 20 kids <laughs> and all, all 20 kids had a verse on the song. Tell me about that whole process and how proud you were of that whole project. Um, so it, it kind of mirrored my normal programming, right? But our programming is over a course of eight to 10 weeks, right? right. This was four hours. Right. So <laughs> I was like, Christoph, all right, let's, let's do it. You know, um, um, so the production piece, I kind of, I put together the track for them the night before, because I know this was just really last minute. Um, right. But, you know, I take all calls seriously, as you can see, you know, mm -hmm. like, regardless. Um, put the track together for them the night before, show them the um, how I created the track, you know, just kind of a beat making one-on-one -on -one, so they can understand how it's built, right, and what the software would look like and things like that. Um, and you told me that they had already been writing, which was which was a good thing. Um, I didn't have to really do too much of the songwriting technique part part of it. Um, we did like a one songwriting activity just to kind of shake their nervousness off or, you know, it's a new lady. Who is that? You know, just kind of so they'll feel comfortable. Um, and we went in the back and recorded, you know, um, at least, I don't know, four, two to four bars of each kid um, on the record. We, we came up with the hook together and um, did that, did mm. that. I mean, it, it was cool. I enjoyed it. It was just a lot of kids. Everybody had a verse. That was a yeah. that <laughs> that was the longest song ever. But they were proud of their work, <laughs> right? Um, they were proud. They were proud, yeah. and I was proud too. They, I mean, they did their thing. That yeah. was a very good group of kids. So I, yeah. I know you guys had a, a ball six weeks with those children. They, yeah. I, the time that I spent, I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, you know, it's so crazy. When I left to get the pizza for lunch, mm -hmm. they were just writing their lyrics. By the time I got back from getting the pizza, you all already created the the chorus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, <laughs> "Wait, yeah, right. all the kids went in there and created the chorus." Mm -hmm. So how did you yeah. all, how did you break that down? You took the boys and then you took the girls. We did, we did. So you know, with that age, you have to play them. All right, boys, don't let these girls outshine you, you know. Um, <laughs> and they were like, no, we got this. Um, but when you told me the the theme of the camp, the four C's, you know, I kind of came up with, all right, how are we going to put this together? Where it's not to, because the words, those, those are some serious words, you know, for some seven, eight-year-olds. Um, but, but we learned it. We practiced it a few times. And we took the boys back there first while the girls are still writing. And... Um, uh, they recorded, and then you know, 
all right, girls, the boys did a good job. I don't know. No, we got this. We watch this. So they came back and um, they recorded their their verses too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really I, I'm excited about that song. My my daughters. Uh, I let my daughters hear the song, and my daughters think the kids at camp are superstars. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And my daughters know all the verses. Okay, okay. Nice. So that's how I know well, yeah. <laughs> when we put this song out, it's okay. gonna go crazy. Nice. And, I love it. and the strategy is to get Kevin Durant to release it on his social media. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you so about it? well, I talked to his mother and his aunt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. um that that is a good possibility that that happens, and so awesome. that'll awesome. be some major momentum right yeah, there, right? Sure. And um, and then I was like, you know, and that's what's so cool about creativity—you can keep on enhancing what you create, right? Right? And I was like, shoot, we created a song the second week out of six weeks. Yeah, we want to shoot a music video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? And so, so like, why not? Like, why, yeah. why, why wouldn't you? You got a facility, you got the kids, you got the song already, right? And um, and so that's what we did. Now, before we release anything, I want to reconnect with you because I need you to teach and show me how to get the song up on the distribution, whatever, distro kit or whatever. Right, the iTunes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they distribute it for you. Yeah, digital yes. distribution. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I don't, again, I don't, I want to officially do this. I don't want to just put it out on YouTube and then it goes viral and then I'm not prepared like what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You got to yeah. know across the T's and dot That's right. Exactly. I want to prepare first and then kind of put it out there because you're going to get the question. Um, so where can I get the song? Right. Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, you know, right. I'll send you a link. Like, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to be able to say, yeah, it's on well, iTunes, iTunes and there, Spotify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. yeah. So, um. And what's what's awesome is I just did a presentation for five school districts in Sacramento last week, nice. um, a virtual presentation, and um, I used the draft of the music video to okay. show them the capacity or the the limitless of what we can do with their youth. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh my God, that song is amazing." Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> See, so leveraging what right. you've done with somebody else to show right. what's possible with somebody. Right. Right. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you. Now, now, um, same, same deal. When, like, when we were doing the song, um, I was coming on up on the tail end of a contract, uh, with, some schools uh, um, and the financier of that program wants to continue working, you know, but I've always been 
a proponent of using one thing as a catalyst for something bigger. And so because of the song and that activity, I pitched to them. I said, okay, cool. We worked with this one school and, and did six months, one, one day out of the week for six months. But what if we maximize this opportunity and go to four different schools in Southeast DC because uh, they want to focus on Southeast DC, right? Um, what if we went to four schools in, in Southeast, four middle schools in Southeast DC mm-hmm. and we did four sessions where we taught, one session we taught them how to write poetry slash lyrics. Second session, we teach them how to uh, make beats. Third session, they get in the booth and create the song. And then fourth session, we create the music video. Okay. Mm-hmm. Their mind was blown. Just oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. So so that's what you and I are going to be doing. Uh, we've already secured the four schools, uh, middle schools in Southeast DC. Uh, we're actually working with uh and, and, and you were talking about partnership partnerships. We're partnering with a company slash organization that already works with schools in Southeast. Okay. So they're kind of being our liaison to make it happen. That connection, right. Um, That, that saves us time and work and all of that. that, Again, already have the connection. We worked with them before. Um, And so that's already set and done. It's just a matter of coordinating which days, which four days out of the week and and what the timeline looks like. So I'm excited. I'm excited to reconnect with you and work with you again. You know, um, relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Four sessions. All right. When you told me that, I said, all right, I, um, (laughs) that, that will be, that, that will be, I, I, even with, you know, the, the different schools we're doing, you know, they're going to, it's going to be competitive. They're going to be like, oh, what do they do? Or, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to hear yeah. theirs, you know, that's good. Yep. That's yep. good. So um, I'll probably, the first session, bring on a poet to teach the the lyrics or the, the poetry side of things. And um, obviously, beats and the studio element would be for you. Um, and then the fourth w- w- would be with the videographer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What do you got working on right now? What you working on right now? Right now, this minute, um, I'm teaching film scoring and music production. Whoa. Today at um, Project Creates. Um, four thirty to film six. scoring. Mhm, mhm. Um, putting music behind movie clips and creating your own videos and adding um music behind it. Kind of understanding how music evokes emotion. Yes. Um, how if you yeah. saw a movie with no no music or anything, that movie would be horrible. Right. You know, just right. understanding how much um uh, that music. Uh, that's for a movie, just any film, a video, you know, a reel, right? So, yeah, um, just 
that part, that part. Just another element of, you know, where your production could go. But really focusing on switching the music during this scene or, you know, the, the sample that you use during this part could either mean this person's excited or upset, you know. So, Is that considered sync music? Sync? Um, I guess, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's so important. I think that's so important because when it comes to music, we're only taught to go sell records. Right. That's, you know that's what I mean? That's to do anyway. Before. Right. Go sell records, mm -hmm. knowing good and well that's not where the money is. There you go. Mm -hmm. Go, go become a celebrity, and be hurting for money yeah and now we gotta go do some goofy stuff for to say, right well if you resign to it's money exactly. <laughs> but the yeah. good and real money is in what you're teaching in the right. scoring of movies and sync music and even elevator music and all of that understanding what what music does for the soul for the mind for your heart so um, film scoring. I'm. I have a. Uh, uh, I guess this is just a regular music production. We're in the process of starting to write our group song at um, Girls Global Academy. Um, that is an eight week contract we we signed, and that's on Wednesdays. So, aside from that, I have some other schools and stuff I'm doing um, the rest of the week. But those are the main ones we just jumped into. Got you. Now you yeah. said you have facilitators. That that means you can be at multiple right. places at one time because exactly. you have some artists that will go yeah. and facilitate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Conduct the programming for us. Yes. Yeah. Got yeah. it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So if somebody wanted to work with you, how would they connect with you? Um, you can email me or you know, that that's the, the best way for right now. Just email me and we can start a conversation and figure out how to make it happen. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. What would you say? What I'm gonna let you go in a minute because I know you got to roll. Um, what would be your biggest accomplishment in your career as of yet? Wow. Um, biggest accomplishment. So it's almost two part because like as a musician, just being able to tour the world, I mean, it felt like free vacations, you know, you, you're traveling to play a show and then you could sightsee for the rest of the day until it's time to, you know, take a shower and get on the bus and go to the next city. Um, um, and just being able to, so that's, that's one, one part. Second part, would be um, being able to pour into the youth, um, kind of teaching them about how they could do the things they're influenced by, they're, how they can create, not do, the things that they're influenced by, where it's not, it's obtainable, you know. Um, you've heard some of the kids, their, their tracks that we made, well, you know, you were sitting there working on your laptop, and yeah. within a few 35 minutes, you know, they, they, they have a song, <laughs> you know, so it's, and, and they were happy. They were proud of themselves. It builds confidence. And, you know, it, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it also gives them insight on, you know, maybe a different career path. Maybe they only thought of football or basketball, but there, there's, there's other things. And it's cool. It's, you know, so um, I, I would say that pouring into kids and, and just, just pouring in. We, we, yeah. we just love to serve. That's the best way I could put it. I love um, it. You know, because even with BPM, I've been playing since I was nine. So, the music thing, you know, it's it's not new, but this is this is kind of the my newer venture, and I can't wait to see, you know, where we are three years from now, five years from now. So yeah, mm-hmm. just getting it. started. Yeah, just getting started. Well, I can say this for sure. I stamp you. Oh, uh, yes, indeed, most definitely. I I, I saw her work, and uh, you will too very soon. We'll be dropping this song that my kids absolutely love. Um, and they love the music video as well. And um, I'm excited to release it soon, but I'm also really excited to get in, get back into the schools and create some poetry and some music with um, with Deanna. And, uh, you know, just, just be on the lookout, y'all. And y'all go follow her at BPM underscore enrichment and and connect with her. Uh, trust me when I tell you her work ethic and her final products, absolutely amazing. So uh, I appreciate you, Deanna. Thank you so much for uh, uh, obliging me. And, you know, it's so funny. I think everything that, that I connect or reach out to you for is kind of like last minute. So I (laughs) I literally called her the night before that that field trip, uh, the summer camp, and she made it happen the next morning. So, um, yeah, uh, like I said, she she's that one. So listen, everybody, uh, I'm sure you got a lot of value out of this episode, uh, enriching the lives of the youth through poetry and music. And uh, just wanted to show the possibilities of the arts and give options for our youth and for the adults as well, because it's not too late for you, however old you are. Right. Um, so, so, you know, if you ever felt up, felt uh, the, 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 the reason to pick up a guitar, whatever it might be, do that. Right. Life is not over. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So maximize the time that you have and uh, continue to stay with us at Poet Life Podcast. Uh, You want more information as relates to what the Poet Life is doing? Go to thepoetlife.com. And if you want some gear, go to poetlifegear.com and uh, just stay in our world. All right. It's the Poet Life. It's the Poet Life Podcast. Deanna, thanks so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you again. Thank you. Indeed. All right. Talk to you. All right, sir. Beautiful. All right. We are, uh, let me end.